How are we doing? I know, man, the schedule's kind of it's kind of weird. What's the term that we used on the last episode? Uh, wonky or something like that. But uh, yeah, the schedule's been kind of weird. But you know, people have been out of town, and you know, I've been going through some things. But we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna update everybody on this episode. How you doing? My name is DJ E Rock. Uh, Box Kev is not in studio. Uh, I'm in studio, but we're trying something different. We're uh, we're gonna be responsible today. <laughs> and you know, I've been around like a thousand people, or maybe. 10,000 people, actually, to be honest. Um, and, you know, Kev just got back from a trip from Europe. So, you know, we're going to try to do this with uh, everything going on and try to be responsible. You know, Kev, how you feeling over there, man? You good? This is kind of weird, great. right? Um, no, it is. But, I mean, shit, this is almost too comfortable. I mean, I can't get used to this. But, first of all, what the – why Why do you have a styrofoam cup? Like, what is in there? What What are you it's going It's coffee, through? man. In a styrofoam cup? Yes. What is this, the office? Yeah, yeah, pr pretty much. I mean, yo, this is what I do for a living, man. Come on. <laughs> I, mean, you know? I, haven't seen, I haven't seen coffee in a styrofoam cup since, like, Boomerang. <laughs> like, 1987. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like we work at, like, you know, the Daily Bugle or something like that, you know? Like, for real, man. Hey, you know what? It's good coffee. They have good coffee here at Sticky Paw Studios. So, like, oh, you know, okay. So, that's house coffee. Got it. Got it's it. house coffee, make yes. sure. I just want to make sure you weren't going through something, you know, double cup love or anything like what that. What the hell is double cup love? I've never heard that before in my life. That's Drake says that in the song, double cup love. You the one I fiend for, like talking about you know Sprite and the and the scissor thing. Come on, man. Have you heard the new album yet? Uh, my Uber driver actually today was playing it. Uh, when I got in the car, what are your I, thoughts? I heard like I heard like three songs. Uh, it, it's not the typical Drake album that we're used to, it's but different. um, yeah, I, I can't I can't comment on it one way or another i haven't heard the whole thing i've seen a lot of comments about it people were basically saying uh that the album title basically just summed up the entire album which was like <laughs> eh, forget it never mind like, <laughs> or whatever the title's called like they were like yeah but um I I'm, I'm gonna give it a listen i mean i heard that there's only one feature on there which is a 21 savage feature uh, i mean he's pretty much like drake. the entire song which is weird it's like he's the feature right. but he actually does the song it's almost like a drake presents 21 savage like record it's weird hmm. well Very they said weird. that um they said that the album was drake's ode to uh virgil yes which and obviously, obviously like you know the vibe is obviously very different it's actually yeah classified as a as a dance album it's I, a dance yeah. album. The three songs I heard were very dancey. Like, mm -hmm. like that shit's gonna go off in Vegas for sure. You're definitely adding that into your Serato <laughs> and well, playing that at uh at the light. Well, you know, Gordo, aka who used to be Carnage, produced six yep. records on Drake's new album. Oh, good for him. That's some good placement right so, there. So yeah, yeah, you know, good for him. They actually called me one day and told me about it. You know, I kept it under wraps, but we're probably gonna have Gordo talking about like you know how it was to work with drake and all that other stuff we're probably gonna have him on the podcast in the next couple of weeks so that'd be you know. big man timing would be great yeah, yeah man so you know you went to europe I how did, was it I did. tell us about it it was amazing man it was amazing i went with uh you know my my brother dj amen um his girlfriend and uh adam or amen's sister um the four of us went um had a great time we started out in paris I did everything that you know Paris has to offer. Obviously, the the Eiffel Tower. We went to the Louvre and saw the Mona Lisa. Um, you know, we did just all the sightseeing stuff. We went to Disneyland Paris. Which let me just get this out of the way. Anybody who goes to Paris, mm -hmm. do not make a special trip to go to Disneyland Paris. Is that it? Is it? Is it is mid? So trash. No it so way. Trash. It was so trash. I mean, it is literally like a bootleg version of 
the one that we have in LA. It looks exactly the same. The layout's the same. You walk in, you got Main Street. I mean, what's so castle. bad about it though? Like, you know, I mean, what what makes I mean, what makes it so bootleg? So, like just things that you would get at a normal Disneyland, like, you know, a bunch of different food options, a different rides and attractions. Like they don't have that. Apparently, like Disneyland Paris has been the Disneyland that has like struggled for the longest. So they don't have as much money to, I guess, reinvest in the park. So, um, you know, like your signature stuff that you would get at the one in 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 L.A., like your turkey legs or your churros. Mm-hmm. Like they don't got none of that shit. Obviously, they got styrofoam cups. They got they got styrofoam <laughs> cups and they got crepes. Um, but I wasn't about to get a crepe at fucking Disneyland. I'm like, I'm in Paris. If I want to get a crepe, I'll just go to a, like a place in 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 Paris, which I did. I ate many of them. Um, but yeah, a lot of rides were like broken down and and shut down. There was um, the the whole fast pass situation was a nightmare. Like I said, no good food options, no good souvenirs. Like I I feel like an asshole. I promised my niece that I would bring her back like a Disneyland Paris shirt or something like that. We walked around to like 15 different souvenir shops. They didn't have anything good inside these Disneyland Parises. They had just like generic Disneyland shit that you could go get at the Disney at the mm-hmm. Disney store. Like nothing that like would, you know, say that it was Disneyland Paris, which is like, you know, that's what you would want. Something that shows that you were actually at a different one than the one, you know, we normally go to. So all in all, that uh, that portion was like kind of a, a, a downer. But, you know, we're glad we did it. We, 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 uh, we had a good time. At least regardless. you got it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that was Paris. Then we we jumped over to Rome. Uh, Rome was uh, Italy in general, but yeah, we started out in Rome. Rome was absolutely fucking incredible. Is that uh, where like the Colosseum and like the yep. Leaning Tower is that and everything? No, the le- the Leaning Tower is in Pisa. That's why it's the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Mm, A lot of people think okay, it's pe- yeah. pizza, but it's Pisa, P-I-S-A. Um, Duly noted. But yeah, the Rome the Roman Colosseum is there. The Spanish Steps, the Pantheon. Um, you know, um, just a bunch of, and the food, you cannot get a bad meal in Italy. I mean, mm. even the McDonald's out there, we didn't go to McDonald's. Actually, Adam's, uh, sorry, Amen's uh, sister and his girlfriend did go to get like a, a cappuccino. But you walk into the McDonald's and they got like a full blown like bakery and like the heavy duty, like espresso machines. It's not like the ones out here. Like they got some crazy stuff, so we didn't eat 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 there. But no homeless. They got an, no, <laughs> no. Nah, there was a little bit in Rome, but but not 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 nowhere to the extent that we're used to, like you know, in the Bay Area or Vegas or L.A. or pr- pretty much anywhere else in the world at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but yeah, we did that. Ate a bunch of food. Did all the touristy stuff. The Roman Colosseum tour. Oh, the Vatican. That was. If a lot of people have asked me, like since I've been back, like you know, what's been the uh, or what would you say was like your favorite part? It's honestly really hard to pinpoint and just pick just one. But um, even people that aren't religious, you know, like you walk into the Vatican and that first kind of sight when the doors kind of open up and you see how grand it is, like you can't help but kind of feel like this kind of spiritual connection, if you will. Like I legit walked in and like the hair on the back of my neck stood up and I was just like, oh, my God. Now, granted, like I'm Catholic. I was raised Catholic and, you know, I go to church when I when I have time. So maybe it, mm-hmm. it hit a little bit different for me. Yeah. But I mean, even, you know, anybody, if you want to just see something that is so grand and the the intricate detail and just how fucking beautiful this building was. Um, I like how you talk about the Vatican. Yo, the Vatican's fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Like, yo, you shouldn't even, I mean, do you, I mean, it's like cussing in church. You can't do that, man. Well, you can. You just, you know, you probably shouldn't. But I'm not, I, I didn't say, I'm, I didn't say I was a good Catholic. I just said I am a Catholic. Um, 
but yeah, that, that was absolutely incredible. And then it went from there. Uh, we le- literally left the Vatican, went straight to the Roman Coliseum, did like a five hour tour, uh, which we didn't know was going to be five hours. And it was like a hundred degrees outside. We walked like crazy all around. We saw like a tour of, um, the Roman forum, which is kind of like all of the area around the Coliseum where all the original, um, you know, like kind of palaces and, and stuff was built. Um, we paid for like an upgraded tour where we actually got to go underneath the Coliseum, which is not wow, open really? to the public. Yeah, you can't buy a ticket for that. Like if you go up to the Coliseum, you have to literally do it through a private tour. Um, so we got to go underneath the Coliseum, kind of see how that whole situation looked where, you know, they used to kind of house the gladiators before they would go in, where they would keep the animals. Um, it was amazing. So yeah, that was Rome. Um, like I said, ate the most amazing food, had gelato. I'm not even exaggerating at least two times a day, if not three times a day. How is the gelato um, out there compared to obviously bro, here in Vegas? It's it, gotta be it's, just it, fucking crack it, out there. It does not compare. It does not compare. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. It literally is on a whole nother level. There's just something about it. It's like just so smooth and like, you know, the, the, the quality of ingredients that they're using out there. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was crazy. And and the good thing was like we were walking around so much, like averaging at least 10 miles a day, you know, up hills, upstairs, in the heat, sweating that like I ate like a complete jackass. Basically like so the I mean, it balanced out the last couple of months. Yeah, exactly. Did you how you just eat, eating like, like me the last couple of months. Yeah, basically how you've been eating for like the last couple of months. I've cleaned my act wild, up. I've cleaned it up. We'll, we'll get to that though. Instagram, yeah, you've been wilding on your Instagram stories, posting all the food, and then go mm. ask, man, I wonder why I'm not feeling well. Like, yeah. uh, hell we'll, we'll, we'll get to that though. We'll get to yeah. that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it kind of evened out. Like, I, I literally feel great. Like, I felt like I could eat all the pizza and pasta and gelato that I wanted, and like, I didn't. It didn't really affect me. Um, well, yeah, you're yeah, walking ten miles a day. You know what I mean? So least, it's like, I, least, I mean, you're getting like at I least said. like what, like a hundred thousand steps. You know? So yeah, it, it was. It was. You're closing all the circles on your Apple Watch, buddy. I oh, I not yeah, it was crazy. Like my watch was crushed. I mean, I like I set goals and new fucking benchmarks on my Apple Watch that I'll <laughs> never ever obtain again. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so left we left Rome. We took a train from Rome to Naples, which was like a probably like an hour and a half train ride. Um, went through Naples down to the Amalfi Coast in Sorrento, Positano, Capri, uh, and that was kind of which was dope. Sounds incredible, man. It was. I mean, because Paris and Rome were like go go go. You know, it's very touristy. It's very it's a big city, so it's like there there wasn't a whole lot of you know relaxing. You got to go out. We got to do the tours. We got to go to the museums. We got to do this this. It was very go, 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 go. So to kind of be able to end the the vacation in the Amalfi Coast where it was, you know, beaches and like just kind of chilling and like a, a much more laid back uh, kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. It was just like the perfect way to end like the most incredible trip ever. Um, and again, big shout out to my brother, DJ Amen, his girlfriend, Anna, his sister, Melissa, for for rolling and, and uh, um, kind of putting the whole thing together. I just told her what I wanted to do for my birthday she kind of mapped it all out scheduled everything and we just went and you know it, it's funny because you never know what it's going to be like when you travel with people you know what yeah I mean? amen obviously amen is my brother i've traveled with him actually and anna like tons of times we've never gone on this long of a trip together um so you didn't I mean, know if like you guys would be killing each other by like you know day right, like nine right. or something like that exactly so. we had we we didn't know what the dynamic was going to be like um and like the first two spots paris and rome 
we did Airbnbs. Obviously, everybody had their own rooms and whatnot. But, you know, like you're essentially living together at that point. You're roommates. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, everybody had just, you know, positive energy. Everybody was just down People for whatever. Grown and right, like, you know, everyone's right. in a good place in their lives. Yeah. Like, you know, no one wants to like, you know wake up to like you know drama or like you know they they, no. they want to keep all that shit out of their lives like you know so obviously i mean you know the crew you had like everyone had like you know good head on their shoulders good attitudes yeah, for sure. you know what right. i mean and obviously like i said like you know everyone was in a great place in their lives to where like you oh, know, they're for not sure. they just don't want to deal with nothing so yo, yo that's a win-win right say, there it was it was an amazing trip win-win for sure i will say this though this is crazy i, I i've always always heard about you know, like the luxury goods out there compared to what it is in America. Like, obviously, you go to Paris, mm. and I think it's called like the the Chambry or whatever, which is the area where yeah. Louis Vuitton, Dior, Chanel, all of that stuff is. And remember, that stuff's made out there. When you get it in America, you're paying high import fees. You're getting taxed. Oh like wow, a I know where you're going now, bro. So I had no idea how crazy it was. Be so me and um and Anna, Amen's girlfriend. Um, you know, we went down there and we did some shopping and, and bought some stuff. And like, honestly, the amount of money that you save buying stuff out there. So the items are already discounted significantly. So for example, I bought like this, like satchel bag thing, because everybody was kind of scaring me about going to Europe. Even like the Uber drivers and people are telling you like, you know, watch your pockets. <laughs> There's a lot of pickpockets out here. So I was like, fuck that. I'm gonna get me like a Say, hey, bag kind of chill thing, out. Put my shit in, right? A, I come right. from America. B, I right. go to LA pretty fucking often. So, right. I, I, mean, I was so yeah. So I wasn't necessarily tripping, but yeah. So I bought a, I bought, I bought a few things um, at different stores. But one of the things I bought was this bag at Louis Vuitton, and it was like twelve hundred euros, right? So not. And then how so, much is that in U.S. dollars? It's not much. It's pretty. It's pretty um, kind of even at this point. So it was like thirteen hundred wow. bucks, maybe, but. That same bag in America is two thousand dollars. So, so you, you pay saved seven hundred dollars. So actually, it was more. So the other thing that's crazy about Europe is they have duty free tax. So essentially, when you go and buy something in Europe, you pay taxes just like we pay in America. But since you're not a citizen of that country, you're you pay the taxes to say Louis Vuitton. When you get to the airport, you get to claim that back. So they give you another refund. So it's like twelve percent. Wow. So basically, so that's how duty free works. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I had always seen like duty free in like the airports, but that was like for like alcohol and stuff like that. I never, I didn't know like that it applied to like stuff that you bought while out in you know in those uh, in the countries or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, like the, it's almost worth like flying out there. Like you know, granted, you're going to spend a lot of money on the flight and the hotel and all that, but like if there's something that you want and or there's like a few things that you want, like just you might as well just save, make a vacation out of it, and go out there and save yourself like thousands of dollars and like you know like remember when like the the stores were like first opening out out here in vegas and um like you the lines were crazy to get in like the louis vuittons and the gucci's and all that in europe they're even worse because oh, i'm about to say it's like there, an open game or something like that or bro people are going there specifically for that purpose so you have people tons of people from spain these are, yeah, from people, all around the world and right yeah. right and you got to think you know italy and paris is a lot more centrally located for everybody in Europe. So like people can fly from London to Paris in like two and a half hours or from, you know, Spain in like an hour and a half where for us, it's like an 11 hour flight. So, you know, like if you think about it, like if you lived out in Europe and you had the ability to go out there and save that much money, like fuck it, I'll go get on a two hour flight to save. Put something on eBay or whatever. Or, yeah. or whatever so and like, you know, charge a premium for it. Like, yo, you can so really, you yeah, can really so break the bank actually, doing that. 
Oh, you can. And yeah. And, and like, that's what, that's what's kind of funny is like, I don't even know if I should say this. I don't want to get myself in trouble, but <laughs> so I bought, I bought that bag <laughs> for the sole purpose. Like I said, of like putting my phone and my wallet and stuff in there, you know, to be worried about pickpockers. I didn't use it. Like you said, like I'm, 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 I'm smart. I know how to move around people and be said, careful. Cav, don't and need a merse. We don't I, need I, I, no I merse. Didn't need merse. So I actually, <laughs> I actually, when I got back to Vegas on Tuesday, I went and returned it at the Louis Vuitton store in um in in vegas and they gave me back like the a u.s dollar amount so instead of giving me the 1200 euros they gave me back like 2100 bucks for the bag and i was like damn i was like i just came up on this and i kind of feel bay area in you man i mean you know like i said hey man hustle i'm about it there's that bay area man come on for sure for (laughs) sure but yeah i mean again the trip was fucking amazing i had a great fucking time and i can't wait to go back you know i mean i was talking to amen when he first got back because obviously we worked together real 92.3 and then you know i asked him i was like hey man like you know how was the trip how was it It was good he was like bro Uh, uh, you need that one trip in your life that's just like that big trip this was that big trip for me and it was just like it was like he was like super happy. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. I work with a guy every day. Sometimes he doesn't answer my phone calls. And when he doesn't, I know he's going through some shit, you know, For but sure. yo, he answered my phone call at least like probably like six times in one day. So I'm like, yo, well, this guy fucking had a fucking time of his life. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> and, and speaking of uh, phone calls, fucking amen, literally like day two, we're in Paris. This fucking guy leaves his phone in a taxi. Oh, come Uber, on. In a taxi and lost his phone for the entire trip. So like he had like a couple. Maybe that was like, like the first day. Maybe that was fate. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he, hon- it was- he honestly said that like it was great for him to kind of like just unplug and not have his phone. But I mean, same for me. I would I wouldn't have cared about like contact or you know like not being able to connect with people. But like he didn't have the ability to like take a bunch of pictures. So that's what was fucked up. I took a shit ton of pictures. People were asking me like, why aren't you posting more? Like why aren't you posting more? And like I was like, I just wanted to enjoy it. Like I just wanted to take it all in. Like I took a bunch of pictures. I didn't post a whole lot of them. Um, but like, that was one of the things that he said he was like, you know, bummed about was that the whole picture situation. But I, like I said, I took a shit ton of pictures everywhere we went and I gave him like all the pictures that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's cool. He's cool now. And obviously got his phone back, but I was just like, I mean, the guy goes through amen. some crazy, crazy, rigorous schedules, <laughs> like literally like every day, you know? And I mean, don't get me wrong, man. The man is blessed, you know? Um, literally. But, but, you know, I mean, maybe this was like something like, you know, this was a sign. This was just literally like yeah. you know, the universe saying like, yo, you really do need to take a break, man. And sure. uh, he got that. Yeah, it break. was good for him. Yeah. It was really well, good so, yeah, him, he did. He had to, he actually had to work uh, one day while we were in Rome. He had to like schedule music because, you know, he's like APB music <laughs> on <director>. Mondays <laughs> for real. Yeah. So he, on he had to send us our mixed grades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Monday, he's like sitting in the we're we're going to like we're going out. And he's like, all right, I'll see you guys in a little bit. I got to work. So he stayed in the Airbnb at work for a little bit. But it was only like a few hours of work. He got it done and was able to join us. But yeah, um, fucking a man lost his phone in Europe. Well, I'm, I'm glad Brand you're new back. Phone too. back in Vegas. Thanks. You know what I mean? Same. Obviously, we're gonna we're, we're gonna wait some time because I've I've been around all. Oh my god, man! Like, I feel like I've done like so much traveling in the last two weeks. So much has happened even in my life. Like since we did the last episode, I mean, dude, I I had a health scare, which is crazy. Um, I moved in a new house. I got a new dog, and um, man, I've probably traveled to at least like maybe like you know six cities. In yeah, between, you've been, going, you've been moving, you've been moving. But I yeah. definitely need one of those big trips. That's a hundred and ten percent. For sure. You know what I mean? So 
Um, and, I'm, and I'm not even going to front like about the big trip situation. Like I, that was my first time, like going to Europe. Like I've done all of the, I, I've done, you know, Mexico a hundred times, different places in Mexico. I've done like all over. The That's Caribbean. like me going to Hawaii. You know what I mean? So Right. Exactly. Yeah. But like, I didn't realize like how different and how much more you actually get out, out of like, you know, going outside of the, the normal stuff that, that you do. And like, dude, the travel bug is real. Like we literally are already planning our next trip. We're literally about to hit Spain, Portugal, and Greece, like on our next one. So like, I'm gone. Like I, I got to go. Like I, 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 need to do I waited too long as it is. And like, I just got, I got to keep moving now. I definitely need to do that. So yeah, I had a health scare. I know we talked about like literally how I was eating like an asshole, you know, for literally. like fucking months. Well, not months. Literally. I'd say probably a month and a half. So like, you know, yeah, uh, two months. Yeah, about two months. So, you know, we talked about about it on a on a previous episode. Like, you know, I, I get IV therapy pretty often. You know, I pay for a subscription service that's off the strip and, you know, twice a month I'll go in and get my body reset. But during that process, what they do is that they take your blood pressure. They want to make sure okay. that your vitals are like all straight. Right. Before They're they not prick about to you stick with, a needle in. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to make sure that, hey, look, if we're gonna we're gonna pump you with all these vitamins and make and make sure you're good, we want to make sure you're good first, just yeah. in case of anything. So, you know, I sat down and I remember, you know, they they they, they put the uh, the arm monitor on me and then they put also the uh the finger monitor, and then you know, they looked at me and they're like, Hey, have you had a lot of coffee today? I was like, I did. And they're like has your diet been like, you know, pretty, pretty crazy? And I was like, yeah, I've been eating like a complete asshole the last like probably like month and a half, two months. Total asshole. Like, well, your, 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 your blood pressure is a little elevated. I was like, really? I mean, and mind you, before all this, dude, it's been normal. It's been completely normal. They won't prick you with a needle unless like, you know, you have vitals that show that like, yo, you're fine. You can totally handle like, you know, the, uh, the IV infusion. So it freaks so they, me. They won't. Unless they won't, they won't give it to you unless they know you can handle the prick. Is that what you said? Yeah, pretty much. Well, you know the prick and you know the the fluids and all that, the infusion. You know, I mean, hey, you're 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 getting the are, prick. Oh, you, wow, you can handle hey. the prick. Get out of here, man. You're a prick. So, <laughs> so yeah, you know it freaked me out, scared the living shit out of me, man. So you know I changed my diet back up and then. You know, I eased back up on the coffee. This is actually probably like, you know, my second cup of coffee in the last like two weeks, which is crazy. Okay, okay, good. I haven't been good. going out, you know. Um, I've been sleeping early. I've been, you know, trying to get back to the gym. But I will say this, though, like my energy levels were a little uh -huh. off, especially about it. Like, when we did our last episode, dude, I was just burnt out. I yeah. was like the housing situation was crazy. We were moving and all this other stuff, man. And like. You know, Bro, you had a lot on your plate. It was like yeah. Memorial Day weekend. You were doing two a days at the club. Like it was a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I was drinking gotta, too. You know, that was a big you, thing too. You got to know better. Like, you know, what I mean, like uh, we know we're not young anymore. We're not the same no. 20 year old kids running around the club. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna put your body through that, uh, you know, that vigorous new routine of doing double double days at the club and drinking, then something's got to give. So like, you know, like if you're not sleeping. Oh, <laughs> and then you're asking, and then again, you're eating like an asshole, which, which again was just fucking hilarious to me because you had just been posting nonstop fucking crazy food on your Instagram. Bro. And then a week later, you were like, something's not right. I wonder what's going on. Anybody? Anybody I was got getting the idea? sick, I'm man. Like, yeah, quit fucking eat like an asshole. Bro, like my entire body was falling apart. And it was after literally they told me like, yo, man, you're, you're, you're a little off today. And I was like, all right. And so, yeah, you know, I, I, I started like, you know, feeling like, you know, joint pain and then like I was tired and 
I mean, there was even a point where I was getting headaches, like, you know, like mm. a lot. And I was like, yo, man, this is not good. This is not good. Yeah, so like, yo, I cleaned up my your body, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you get one. That, I mean, yeah. and, and, and that, that's what I had to remind myself. Like, hey, you get one chance, and if you fuck it up, man, you can you can lose a lot, you know? So, um, yeah. I, I, Lay off the lechon, bro. Lay off the lechon. You're, you're oh Filipino. God, you're going to get gout. Man. I will say this, man. I did eat a lot of Filipino food, a lot of, uh, a lot of Hawaiian food. But mm-hmm. you know what, man? Like, moving is stressful. You know what oh, I mean? For sure. The whole yeah. house situation, and especially me not being like you know anchored anywhere. Like yo, I was like literally floating around like a like like a lost garbage bag. You know what I mean? Like it was like bad, and and my mental yeah. health wasn't necessarily fully there. So I was doing things that were making me happy. I was going shopping. I was going out, and then I would eat like an asshole and just completely not care about anything. And then eventually it caught up to me. So. But, you know, I got good news. Like, you know, I'm totally fine now. You know, this is my second cup of coffee in about, like, two, two and a half weeks. Got a boy. Yeah, I haven't drank in about, like, three weeks, you know. Um, Other than that, you know, I think even moving into my house and finally having all my stuff and being anchored and, you know, it hits different. I'm sure it it did with you. When you moved into your crib, you're like, yo, I don't have to go nowhere. Like when I was unpacking, we actually got rid of, like, you know, the boxes for, like, everything that I owned. I was like, I don't need this. Because if nope. I want to stay here for 10, 15 years, I can stay here yeah, you're, for 10, you're 15 years. Yeah. But then when you're renting, like, you know, what we did, like, you know, in L.A. and San Francisco, you know, in the Bay and wherever we live. Even when you came to Vegas and you were hopping around from Airbnbs, like, it doesn't feel like it's yours. You know? Yeah, like, you had this notion, like, you, you got to get up and go at some point, you know. Right, but this right, is the right, first right. time in probably, I, I would say a couple of years, because even in L.A., like, when you're renting, it doesn't hit you to where, like, yo, I don't have to go nowhere. Because at some point, like, yo, the owner might just... You know, literally changes mind, want to sell the house, whatever, and then all of a sudden you got to go through the process again. We're here. Mm-hmm. I got no landlord. Nope. I have no one to answer to other than my HOA. You know, <laughs> and the people I live with and my family. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and my new dog. I, I we, do. We have four dogs in my house right now, man. Four. Hey, you're crazy. You I, are crazy. Yeah, we we went out to get a uh, a washer and dryer. They Mind you, me and my significant dog. other, we went out to go look for a washer and dryer. You had just left to yeah. uh, to Europe. And yeah. I'm getting ready for this move. I'm stressing out. I'm like, God damn, man. Like, I got to move in here, and I got to spend tens and tens of thousands of dollars on everything that I've never owned. Never owned my own blinds. Never owned my own washer and dryer. I've never had to get a backyard done. Yeah. Never had to get a backyard done. Buying the house is just the beginning. Like, the real spending is about to kick in now. Yeah, you know, I, I have to get yeah. shelving in my, in my garage. I got to do all that, right? So we go out to get a washer and dryer. Um, we ended up buying the washer and dryer. We ended up going to eat off of Eastern. So if you live in Las Vegas, Eastern is like literally where all like the cool, like, you know, mom and pop, like, you know, restaurants are at. Our favorite sushi spot is there. It's called Sushi Hero. Incredible. Fucking amazing, man. Um, around the corner is this store called the Puppy Corner. And uh, me being a dog lover, you know, I was like, hey, you want to go look at puppies? And she was like, sure, why not? So we went in there. We literally set our eyes on one dog that's in front of the entire store. Now, this dog usually How many goes dogs have they got in there? Probably about 10, 12. Damn, that's, that's a lot. But there's this one dog, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just, you know, I just connected with it, you know. But a dog like this, I got an American Eskimo. They go for about oh, like $3,800, $3, as a puppy. $3,800, $3, okay? Right. This dog was marked off. To be sold for a thousand bucks. 
And at first, I was, you know, I asked the worker, I was like, why is he a thousand bucks? Like, what's wrong with him? Is he sick? Is he, is yeah, something, I mean, is something wrong? I mean, something I got to worry about? Like, no, he's yeah, dogs fine. on dogs on clearance, uh, clearance sale is normally not a good sign. You know what though? But we we checked out like all of his paperwork, all of his health, like you know paperwork, all that stuff, all of his veterinarian stuff, and he checks out to be literally completely fine. Like he had kennel cough for like maybe like two weeks, but he passed that, and you know he's as healthy as can be. So literally, we're getting to know this dog. We're like in this like playpen. We're playing with him and stuff like that. He's incredible. He's a cute little bastard, and. You know, sure enough, I look over at the worker. I'm like, yo, if I swipe my card right now, how much are you going to give him to me? Four. And she's like, I'll give him to you for 800 bucks. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Deal. I walk out with a dog. Now I have three dogs that are mine. I'm still taking care of my mother's dog. So I have four dogs currently in my house. And your uh, brand new house at that. And my brand new house. But you know what? <laughs> It's not that bad, man. It's it, it's actually the energy is incredible, bro. Like it feels good. Like you know, well, I have, as I say, how are how are the dogs adjusting to the new? Completely house? fine. They yeah. love it. Yeah, they love it. You know, and 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 I think like you know, for me, I love it. Like you know, I finally have like you know my 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 studio. I'm not like you know recording my radio shows or anything out of a a makeshift studio. Like my mom's like yoga room. I'm not doing that anymore. You know, I'm not doing right. it out of a closet in an Airbnb. You know, I'm not right. doing any of those things anymore. Now I have like my desk and my studio equipment and everything, my plaques and all that. Like. I'm finally reminded of like literally all the things that I've done and then reminded of all the things that I can do all over yeah, again. So for sure. I'm happy at home, man. I'm very That's happy. Dope, at man. Home. Very I'm, ha happy. I'm happy for you. I know it's been a fucking journey. I know you've been waiting a long time. Uh, but yeah, I don't know you if you can, can rest, hear it in my voice. Well like now. I'm a lot more relaxed now when I'm yeah, doing this. Podcast. For sure. And I Bro, feel like I can process. I feel like I can, I can, I can articulate better, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, that, like I said, that housing process is, is, is crazy. It's especially when you're dealing with new development and in the climate that, you know, the economy is in when there's labor shortages, there's material shortages. And like, you know, you're getting updates from your construction manager or the, the, the builder of your, your, your property. And they're telling you this and that, like I went through it and I know, man, it is so to be able to finally get that finish line, get the keys and be like, all right, I am in, this is mine. I yeah. can finally like, oh my just, god, just you know, just enjoy it all. So that's dope, man. I'm happy for you. I mean, the caption to my Instagram post was exhaling. I finally yeah. was able to exhale after six yeah. months of living here. And don't get me wrong, six months of living here, it's pretty fucking incredible. Whether you're in an Airbnb or sleep on the couch at your mom's house, but for you know, sure. when you're in your own house, God, man, it feels fucking amazing, man. It's amazing. It feels amazing. No better feeling. I got a quick story though, man. Actually, on the way here to record this podcast, my superintendent called me. And it just dawned on me. My superintendent calls me and is like, hey, um, you know, I just want to make sure that you're happy with everything. I heard you were unhappy with like the moving process and stuff and this other stuff. And I'm like, I haven't talked to anybody. I've been so busy unpacking. I don't know what you're talking about. And right. it just dawned on me that like, yo, there's somebody in that sales office that listens or watches our podcast. So they probably heard me oh, vent shit. for the last like literally like two months, like goddamn fucking delays and this and that. So, yeah, you know, he, he was kind of freaked out. He's like, oh, yeah, you never told me anything. But I thought about it. I was like, who the hell could have ever conveyed some type of message that I was unhappy? And then I was like, when did I say that? I did say it on the podcast that I was unhappy. Oh, shit. Well, so see, somebody, somebody. Um, definitely listens to this podcast. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm actually fine. So, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. We're good. If, you, if you're listening right now. So, um, yo, let's, hey, let's move on, man. Obviously. The elephant in the room, it's not really the elephant in the room. I mean, hey, if you don't know about this, you're under a rock. But the Warriors 
are NBA champions for the fourth time again. How are you feeling about that, Kev? Honestly, it's it's I'm just so happy. Um for honestly, and it's you know, obviously as fans, you know, yeah. we're invested into the team and we're invested into the players and into the community and like our other, you know, fellow fans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it honestly just to see like how much it meant to like Steph and Draymond and Clay, like the original guys who literally were here when this organization was going through the transformation, you know, as you know, as, as most people know, growing up as a Warriors fan was not something that you were proud of. I mean, like we were literally the laughing stock of the NBA and, and, and honestly, in, in almost in all of professional sports, the Warriors were that bad, very bad years, like my entire oh my childhood growing up. Um, you know, and we got, we got, we got, we had some good runs with the, the run TMC era. And then, you know, the, we believe teams, you know, um, but again, to like, kind of see how much this meant to, to Steph and Draymond and Clay Thompson, obviously who missed the last two seasons with the torn Achilles, the torn ACL Pure redemption right there. Right, dude. It, and then you got, redemption. you know, and then you got, you know, like the hometown stories, like Juan Toscano, who's, uh, you know, of Mexican descent, who's got a connection and is, you know, born and raised in, in Oakland, you know, we got GP2, who's, you know, f- obviously his father has connections, um, Gary Payton's senior to Oakland. And um, they even you have know, connections it, it, to here in Vegas. GP2 went right, to school GP, out here. Right. GP moved to Vegas, obviously, um, you know, later in life. And, you know, yeah, GP2 was, you know, raised out here or whatever. Um, so it, it's dope, man. Like, I, honestly, I was just so happy, like just this just like sigh of relief because it's just like so many people have like kind of kicked the Warriors and said that, you know, we can't win without KD and, like, your run is over, yada, yada, yada. And the Warriors fucking came in. Nobody had picked them this year. I did. I actually bet on the Warriors in October to win the fucking title. So I made a little bit of money on that. Um, so dinner's on you the next time that we hang out. So Done. Done. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so, like, you know, to, to have all of the pundits and the talking heads and so-called experts everybody picked Boston. I think ESPN put up their, um, like percentages or, you know, they do like some computer generation fucking shit. That didn't age well at all. Yeah. 84% chance that the Celtics are going to win. Fuck yourself. Warriors in six, you bum ass bitches. So I digress. I'm happy for the team. (laughs) Parade's going to be fucking lit. First parade for the Warriors in San Francisco. We're going to see Steph and Draymond and clay and the whole team rolling down market street. Mm. Um, and I'm just happy for the Bay area, man. I'm happy for the fans that have been ride or die that have been, you know, st- stuck by this team throughout all the ups and downs. And, and we're back on top of the mountaintop. So don't count us out. Cause we're going to be back next year too. You fucks. <laughs> I mean, yo, to see Curry cry the way Dude. that he did after, I don't think I've seen him mm. weep in uh, any, like, got- like, like, like when he won any title, like, yo, he's no. always been excited and, you know, super. Yeah. Like swinging at the air, but yo, he was emotional. Right. Exactly. Like you said, it's like, it was a completely different reaction that we've seen from Steph historically. Normally when they win, he's, you know, he's excited. He's pumping his fist. He's screaming. He's, you know, he's yelling. This was different. Like he, that emotion just kind of came over him and, you know, he couldn't help, but like, you know, break down and you see that and you're like, man, like these people really care about this shit. And like, that made me like, really like kind of, you know, I didn't, I didn't cry or whatever, but I was like, damn, like I went from like feeling this just like sense of like, 
you know, excitement to just being like, wow, like, damn, dude, like, that's so fucking dope. I'm so happy for him. So, yeah, man. I mean, fourth um, ring, fourth championship, my amazing. Bro, and big shout out to my guy, uh, you know, Jay Ram, the homie Jay Ram, who actually works for I seen him on Instagram today, actually. Bro, I was about to say that. He flex! He's the most fire fucking flex photo <laughs> on Instagram fucking history. Got a picture of him and Steph posing with the trophy. So, that's fucking dope, man. But, um, yeah, it's it's big for the for for the Bay Area. It's big for the Warriors. Um, and like I said, they they have the thing that's scary too about the Warriors is obviously they have you know the players that that most people know the Steph, the Draymonds, the Clays. Now Andrew Wiggins, obviously, as someone um, who you know has already had stature in the NBA. But what they don't know about the Warriors is the Warriors have like one of the youngest cores of 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 young players that this team is set up for success for not just now, but like for the next like five, 10 years, they got a lot left what, in the tank, bro. You a see what lot. Jordan Poole became. Yeah. You yeah. see what Jordan Poole became. You still got James Wiseman waiting in the wings. If you can get anything from James Wiseman, it's a bonus at this point. And then you got Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody, like just a team of athletic specimens who are now going to be put through the same system and culture as Steph Curry and Draymond and clay coming through the coaching circle of, of, of Clay, to, of I'm sorry, of, of Steve Kerr, and and that that nucleus core of, of just like Warriors like upbringing, like it, it it makes such a huge difference in players' development. That's why Jordan Poole was. I mean, like Jordan Poole, like we drafted him. He went to the G League. You know, we never thought we'd ever hear from him again. He goes down. There I didn't think so. Game. You know, he, he 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 trusts the coaching. He has people like Steph and and, and Clay and Draymond to learn from. And now, and now look what, like dude literally should have been the most improved player of the year. Oh yeah. Like without, sure. without a doubt. And, and like I said, like the sky is the limit. This team is, is, has a great mix of, of veterans, of young players. And I'm just excited for them to run it back again next year. You know who I'm very excited for? I'm actually, you know what? Kind of like, you know, to, to, you know, take a few steps back. I know you said you didn't cry. Like I actually got very emotional with this mm. one. And part of that reason, or actually a big part of that reason, you know, obviously we're from the Bay Area. I've been a day one Warrior fan. You know, I remember going to Warrior games and knowing we were going to lose. I remember going to, yeah. you know, when they were hanging out. You went to see month. the other teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went to go see the Warriors, but I just knew. But I'm saying. You went to go see LeBron like, and like the Heat. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm like, talking even before that. I'm talking about like back in the day you went to go see yeah. Michael Jordan when the, when the Bulls came to town that one exactly. time a year. You know, I mean, you went to go see. Uh, you know, Hakeem Olajuwon and Patrick Ewing and, uh, you know, all of those guys like that. The Warriors were they weren't the main attraction. No, no. It, it, it was literally a stop for all these uh, all these other main attractions. But, um, you know, I have a, a strong relationship with uh, with GP2, with yeah. uh, Gary Payton, the second. And I remember uh, we both know RJ, you know, Jizzle, um, you know, E40's manager. So yeah, yeah. E40, very close with Gary Payton. I've known, like, you know, Big Unk for a minute. I've known, you know, Big Unk, uh, Unk Gary, you know, for a long time. And I remember uh, Jizzle hitting me up. This is when I worked at Shoe Palace back in the day. And I was doing, like, you know, marketing coordinating at the time. Um, Jizzle hit me up. He's like, yo, man, I'm telling you right now that, like, yo, you guys need to start investing in GP2. I was like, word? He's like, bro, he's like young glove. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll check it out. So I've been following GP2 ever since that conversation. He was still in Oregon at the time. And, yeah. you know, I remember I had called, like, you know, Big Unk. I called Gary Payton up, you know, got to sit down with him. And then I even invited Gary out to light 
it was when I first started my deal. That God, it's so crazy how long ago I started that deal. But I remember Gary would come out, bring all of his friends. I would take care of them, this and that. And I eventually, through that, you know, I built a really strong relationship with his son, with GP2. So seeing from where GP2 was getting drafted and then obviously the numerous teams that he was playing for, the injuries and all that, and then seeing him literally hoist that trophy up really gave me just like the chills and I got really emotional. I know his mom, yeah. I know Gary, you know, I know like, you know, a lot of his inner circle. I've taken care of him out here in Vegas because, you know, he lives out here. But um, man, knowing his journey and seeing the resilience that this kid has had from being cut, from being injured, from being traded, from being sent to another team, from going back and forth to the G League, six years in, he's an NBA champion. I mean, that... It's just an incredible story and it's an incredible journey. Like I couldn't be more proud. So I got really emotional when I saw literally him hoist that trophy and especially seeing on Instagram. So, you know, know, the other good thing too, like he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Finally. I hope hope it's by by the Warriors. Like I hope it's by the Warriors. I'm sure he would love to stay with the Warriors, Uh, but we know it's a business and and things happen, but he's going to get paid and he deserves it. And I'm happy for him. And, it's off season now. Like, you know, obviously he's going to go through his, uh, you know, decompression phase. He's probably going to go on a little vacation or whatever, but we got to get him on the podcast for sure. Oh, he's coming. He's coming. That, you know, that, 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 that's family right there. Um, you know, another thing is like, you know, I don't know if you've seen that story of, uh, how, what was it? It was like, you know, he, uh, he got cut from the warriors the first time. Yeah. And then literally when he got cut, he still asked Bob Myers, like, Hey, like, I know I'm not on a team, but can I still work out here? Can I still be yeah. around? Can I practice? Yeah. Can I practice? And like, yo, that's literally what got him back on the team and literally got him to where he's at today. Like, yo, that's that's pure resilience, man. It's amazing. That's fucking amazing. That is amazing, dude. I actually didn't know that. That's a super cool story. Yeah, that's super dope, cool man. story. I got to send it to you, man. Maybe I'll post it on the uh, on the podcast Instagram page, which we need to update as well. Um, mm-hmm. Are you hearing this thing about LeBron? He wants to buy a team and bring it to Vegas. He wants to bring it here to the Valley, the 702. I know, which is honestly going to be a really tough fucking pill for me to swallow because, like, I know obviously, like, the Golden Knights are, like, the Vegas-born team. And, again, we talked about the Sharks. They were, like, we didn't adopt the Sharks, so to speak. I mean, like, I'm not going to be a fan of the Vegas team. Like, I'm a Warrior fan, you know what I mean? But that is true. it's going to be amazing to have an NBA team out here. Obviously, like, Vegas is booming. They got the NFL, you know, they're, they're rumored to get the, the baseball team, the A's, and, you know, they got the WNBA and the hockey. And if they get an NBA team, like, that would be nuts. But it's going to be, uh, like, bittersweet if it's fucking LeBron who does it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the, ru- the rumor – and, honestly, I don't think it's going to happen because the rumor is is that um, the NBA wants to do two expansion teams. They are going to move, I think, Memphis – and Oklahoma City to the Eastern Conference, and then they want to add Las Vegas and Seattle. Obviously, Seattle moved to OKC, became the OKC Thunder. Seattle needs Seattle, a team, though, man. Seattle you know? deserves a team, man. Seattle deserves a Seattle team. And big shout out to my boy, uh, your boy Eddie. He works for uh, Apple Beats One. Diehard Seattle fan. Um, him and I go at it during football season, uh, but that's my guy, and like he's one of the most hardcore Supersonic fans. And they got a lot of them out there. Seattle's a great sports town. Um, and maybe not football, but that that's different. Um, but uh, but uh, that's yeah. an at. <laughs> yeah, but they, I mean, it, they they deserve a team. The, the, yeah. the Sonics, you know, got ripped away from them. 
Um, so it would be dope to see them get a team. And then obviously if Vegas gets a team, that would be crazy. I don't, again, I don't think it's going to be LeBron who's going to do it because the, I don't know, maybe he can. I mean, I don't think LeBron has many years left in the tank in terms of actually playing. Mm -hmm. And I think the NBA wants to get those two teams, um, in by, I think it was like 2026, 2027. So then the next like four or five years, we could have a team out here, which would be just fucking crazy. I mean, he can make it happen. I mean, he can literally retire and just make it happen. He's a, he's a fucking billionaire right now. He's officially a billionaire. He's officially he's a, second, a billionaire. He's so. the second uh, second American-born athlete to become a billionaire behind Michael Jordan. Oddly enough, which was funny, crazy. I thought Tiger Woods would have been a billionaire by now, but he's not. He's like really close. Um well, but he kind of ran into like you know some troubles that probably held him back a little bit. For so, sure. You know. uh, but Steph Curry, watch out, he's gonna be next. No, Dude's Steph Curry got for sure. A lot of ventures um, in terms of like you know endorsements and investments and his stake in Under Armour. Um, so Steph especially Curry after winning another title, like yo, the merch uh, his, propositions, the the Curry brand, is, yeah. Yeah, is his out of control. For sure, for sure. Him and LeBron so, um, are like, you know, like the Michael Jordan and like, you know, the Michael Jordans of today. You know what I'm saying? No, 100%. And, so, and, and, and uh, like I give I give LeBron a bad rap. And honestly, I used to be a LeBron fan. Like when he first came into the league, I, how could you not be? It was a great fucking story. He was like the most decorated athletes, you know, NBA-wise since Michael Jordan. You know, Ohio kid who gets drafted by his hometown team. Um, but, you know, when, then when he did the whole the announcement shit on ESPN talking about I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I was like, this dude's a fucking cornball. Um, and I haven't been, I haven't rocked with LeBron since. And don't get me wrong. That's on the court, off the court. The dude is phenomenal. He's a philanthropist. He's done a lot of great things for the community. I take my hat off to him. I salute him for that. Um, but just on the court as a competitor, like, I, you know, I just can't fuck with him, but he did give props to, um, you know, he did give props to Steph Curry. And they said that, you know, like he's like, you know, he's cut from a different cloth and he is one of those ones. that's just like, you know, above everybody else. So, like, he pays homage. He, no, he also does. did mention, I don't know if you heard this, he did mention that he wants to play for the Warriors. Yes. And that he wanted to I play about with that. Steph Curry. So and how do you no feel way. about that? If LeBron were to ever become a Golden State Warrior? Well, A, it's never going to happen because just the financials couldn't work out. Um, I mean, they said Durant you, wasn't going to happen. A lot of people doubted me when I said Durant was going to happen. No, I knew Durant was going to happen, but the, the only way that Durant could happen was because actually that season, the Warriors tried to re-sign Harrison Barnes. They tried to give Harrison Barnes uh, a fat contract, and had Harrison Barnes accepted that contract, the KD deal would have never went down because they wouldn't have had the money to get KD. So thank you, Harrison Barnes, for being a <laughs> dumbass, going to the fucking Sacramento Kings. You Is will he still never there? Win sh I don't even know. I, who knows? And, you know, no nothing against Harrison Barnes, but. I'm sure he's kicking himself in the ass for that. Left the Golden State Warriors, had won a title, and and, and has never been heard from again. Um, and because of that, the Warriors were able to, you know, sign Kevin Durant on Fourth of July. The anniversary is coming up for that. I remember the fucking morning that it happened. I fucking went berserk. Um, a lot of people thought that it was not going to happen. Romeo Reyes, yeah. had a bet with me. I think he still owes me money for it. Like he was like, "Yo, Durant's not coming, man. He's not coming." I'm mm -hmm. telling you, he's he, he, he's on his way. It's gonna fucking happen. You know? Yeah. You know, but yeah, no, LeBron, LeBron, I don't think can make it to the Warriors. The financials just don't work out. Um, but with that said, if but what if he takes miracle, a pay cut just to kind of do it to do it? He doesn't need the maybe. money. You know what I mean? But Some see, people the, honestly, that. like, see, to me, that would be like that would almost like make me like not fuck with him even more because it's like at that point you're chasing rings. And it's like Steph Curry and LeBron are 
okay, so LeBron has five, I think. And Steph has four. I'm not and sure. And LeBron, so yeah, we'll I have to look that LeBron up. has four. He got the Lakers one. He got two with the Miami Heat. And he got one with the Cavs or two with the Cavs. I can't remember. Um, I think but, he has two know, with that, the Lakers. Yeah, he has two with the Lakers. Nah, he got one. one. Is, is that, Mickey one? Mouse, that fucking Mickey Mouse title that oh, they won in the fucking di- in the in the bubble at fucking Orlando. We, we don't even count that fucking title. Um, <laughs> but, uh, People from LA, do not crucify me because of my partner here. <laughs> they know it. They know it. They know that shit. What do they call it? The asterisk uh, championship? Yeah, that's the asterisk. asterisk championship. That's the Mickey Mouse bubblegum fucking ring. The fine um, print, like, hey, yeah, this was one in the bubble. They want a they they uh, uh, condensed tournament at Disneyland. A that's what the fuck they want. Tournament. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I wouldn't. Oh, I, you're cold, no man. You're fucking cold, bro. <laughs> I, I don't Give those guys some um, credit, man. Like, you know. No. Win a real title. Um, right. As dope as it would be to see Steph play with LeBron, because, you know, we've seen glimpses of it in the All-Star game, which was super cool to see. Um, I don't know. It, w- it wouldn't change my opinion of LeBron either way. Like, you know, I'd still think it was like a fucking sucker move. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Go Dubs, though. Yeah, go Dubs. Thank God, man. Congratulations to all the Warrior fans. Congratulations to all the haters, too. We proved you wrong. So, mm-hmm. you know. We got receipts. We yeah. got receipts, people. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, speaking of receipts, man, inflation is crazy right now. Um, gas oh prices through the roof. I'm sure uh, you didn't. You weren't too happy coming back to that, like, you know, from Europe. Um you know, let me ask you this. What is something that no matter how crazy the world is right now, like how crazy inflation is and how expensive everything is around us, like what's something that you'll still spend money on with no question at all? Well, I mean, I, I don't know about no question at all, but I mean, and maybe this is a cop-out answer, but like necessities, like like gas. No, 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 no. There's something. There's something that you'll buy and be like, you know what? I got to have Honestly, that. I'll I'll probably I'll still always go out to restaurants, even though like the prices on that stuff, like food in general is up, but mm-hmm. restaurants obviously charge a premium. But a nice dinner. Um, yeah, I'll still do I'll still go do nice dinners just because like, you know, I, I, that's one of the things that I enjoy. Like I'm a hardcore foodie, and if I go to you know like a steakhouse and the bone in ribeye used to be eighty dollars and now it's ninety five, swipe the fucking card, take it, goddamn it. But I'm still going to do worth it. it. It's worth it. It's like an experience, you know, like there's nothing better than going out and having a nice meal and all of that. Um, I'm trying to think of like there's anything else like the sneakers haven't yeah, really sneakers. seen like it, but they haven't really seen like any inflation prices. I mean, the sneakers well, you know, Nike has, has has completely raised their prices like on everything. Yeah, yeah, man. You, yo, look at your receipts from last year and look at your receipts from this year. It's at least like 30, 40 dollars up at least. I- I mean, but Jordan ones are still like 160, 170. No, they're tax. not. They're like 220, bro. Word? Yeah. Actually, I bought you a pair for your birthday. I know. I forgot to come get those, but I'll yeah, get them for me next week. We'll figure um, it out. But yeah, sneakers, like, yo, like the, the prices of sneakers have definitely went up. It did. It did. Um, yeah, but like everything's up. Like you said, like inflation is absolutely crazy right now. Um, and hopefully it, it changes because the market is really starting to, to, to the housing market specifically is really starting to see the effects. Um, interest rates are, 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 you know, getting to like all time highs yeah. at least for, you know, within like the last few years, uh, people aren't buying houses. So now, you know, sellers, it's a very, it's a terrible seller's market again, because people are like not trying to pay 
six seven percent interest rates on 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 their houses so um, and that's coming too which is crazy you know we're gonna see a correction at some point um you know maybe this is our opportunity to to maybe get back to the bay area you know what i mean like i said like i i, I love vegas i love being here but for me for me this was for me this was <laughs> not more me, buddy. like an investment this was an investment opportunity for me nah, to, you're not to leaving house out here not not any not anytime soon. I mean, I ha- like I said, I have like a five year plan. Like I want to be here for five years. I said it on my radio show, and I shouted out all the people from the Bay Area because the five year plan is so common amongst yeah. so many people from the Bay Area. And there's a lot of people that take the five year plan, and they're on day like year eight, twenty two, yeah, yeah, twenty two, sure. twelve. Hey, it, ver- it very well could happen. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> excuse me, in a dream scenario. If I had it my way and money wasn't an option, I would love to be in the barrier. That's, I mean, it's home. You know what I mean? It's family. It's everything I grew well, up in. Well, my family's here, so it's a little bit different now. Yeah, know? see, that's what I'm saying. Yours is different. You got you got, you got, got family out here. I don't. I'm literally out here riding solo. Everybody's back in the bay. You got me, bro. What um, are you talking about? I'm saying oh, for sure, for sure. But I'm, saying, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm just saying we're going to do, do Christmas and Thanksgiving together. Too, yeah, sure. Know? Why not? Yeah, you want to come yeah. to my house? You like Filipino food or Salvadorian food? Oh, we got bro, you, bro. I, gr- I grew up in South San Francisco. Of course, I love fucking Filipino food. Okay, come shout on to, then, man. Shout Stop out to all fucking my homies around. That, Let's go. Bro, I grew up on Sinugba, Tito Reyes. Come on, man. You know, I already know. I like how you that, say bro. it with like, you know, with, with the Filipino accent. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I'm on you know, Tito Reyes, you know. I'm on, I'm an honor. You know, like, I, I, I even have an uncle, you know. Yeah, it's my uncle. <laughs> oh man, um, yo, I, you know, I, I always put this like, you know, this whole entire sheet together and stuff. Like, you know, I try to map out our show so we have like a flow of topics to talk about. Right. Um, and I'm gonna do this new thing called the final thought. All right, so we got okay. about a good like, you know, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes left or something like that. But I was okay. on Instagram ironically i was on instagram and i was uh you know just kind of like you know scrolling and then i ran on this meme about like it was like 21 savage or something like that and he said like yo you gotta be a real fucking bitch to really get upset when somebody unfollows you and he Mm. literally acted it out like yo like are you really gonna call your friend and be yo did you unfollow me like let me ask you this do you get upset when somebody unfollows you or or are there tears to it you know what no. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's t- obviously tier. It depends. Like if it's like you know someone that you like thought you were friends with or whatever. Um, but I mean, I, it's at the end of the day, like it's social media. Like I don't take that shit. It's not seriously. real. No, I mean, but I, I'm I'm the king of like doing that too. Like you know, what I mean, especially with like, and this is gonna sound fucked up, but like especially <laughs> with like girls. It's like if I see a girl's like got a boyfriend or she gets pregnant, bye. Like, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> we like to announce like, that me and so and so just like, got engaged. Unfollow. Congratu- congratulations. Boop. Best of fuck. Best of fucking luck to you. Enjoy this and follow button. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, no, nah, I mean, like, I don't know. It's pe- it's petty, I guess. But um, no, nah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's it's yeah. I guess it's just like sometimes like if you think like somebody's like cool with you and like your, your friends or whatever. And they unfollow you, and be like, "Oh, okay, like what, what, what happened?" But yeah, it's nothing to fucking get bent out of shape about. Like, if you saw that person, like, are you gonna say it? Are you gonna be like, "Yo, man, like you unfollowed me"? Like, what happened? Like, nah, I've I, said I, I it in care. the past. You know what I'm saying? I've said it in the past, and I think I used to get upset, but then now I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm just right. at this point in my life where it's like, all right, social media is what it is. It's not real. It's just a highlight reel. You don't get to see like the realness. 
of like right. what somebody goes through, you know, like no one sees like, you know, the shit that I go through. No one's like, you know, seeing like, you know, the, the arguments I'm having, like, you know, with like, uh, with, uh, X, Y, and Z, or like, you know, the struggles that I went through moving into my house and the delays. It's I'm not posting about that. It's like, yo, no one wants to see that shit. So it's like, for me, it's like nowadays I look at it like, all right, social media is not real. It's, it, it's not reality. It's not, it's augmented. No. You know what I mean? But back right. in the day, I, I did used to actually probably bring it up, but I used to have tears to it. If it was somebody that I seen like damn near every fucking day and like, you know, I found out that they unfollowed me or just like, you know, just secretly checked or whatever, I'd be like, yo, man, I see you every day. Is something wrong? Like, yo, are we good? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's gotta be a reason why, why, you know, you, you just don't want to fuck with me, you know? But yeah, see, that would be weird. Like you said, yeah. there's gotta be tears to it. Like if, if it's somebody that like, you know, we're just social media friends. Like we have friends that we just kind of know through social media, um, you know, then whatever. But like, yeah, if it's like people that like, if it's like your actual friends that did it, I mean, then yeah, I guess you would, but what would you do if like Big Vaughn unfollowed you? What would you do if Big Vaughn unfollowed you right now? Uh, I'd probably just call him and cuss him out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's literally, and he's like, hey, bro, texting me right now too. Funny, you, said you that. fucking, you'd be like, yo, are you fucking for real right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but see, like that wouldn't happen. You yeah, know? It's, so it's like it's hard. But of course, like I'd feel some type of way. But in some yeah. situations, it does happen with other people. So yeah, see, that's weird. Like I don't know, and unless they like just delete their social media and then like you, yeah, know, that's different. I mean, but but you know, it's like sometimes I think about it, or not sometimes, but you know, when I think about this situation and stuff, like you know. For you to get unfollowed or something like that, like you gotta be really like doing something really fucking like out of pocket, you know, for someone that just does not want to see or digest anything that you do. Like, you know, you really got to be out of pocket because there's a lot of shit going on in the world right now that we try to avoid. I mean, there's inflation, there's like wars, there's, uh, you know, civil unrest, there's school shootings and stuff like that. So for you to and I'm not, I'm not comparing the things, you know, or saying that they're right. at the same magnitude. But, you know, for someone to literally like, you know, to disrupt someone's energy like that, like, yo, you got to be really out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? So, you I mean, maybe the unfollow I, is probably well-deserved if that happens. Something must have happened for sure. I think the only equivalent to like something that you might get upset about, and I don't even know if you want to say upset, is be like, because like I said, your best friends, your friends that you're like, you know, you've known for years, like th they're not going to unfollow you. That's just not going to happen. No. But like when you see- But it them, has happened like, before though. <laughs> well, okay. But I'm saying, but like maybe when you see like, you know, like they don't like maybe like like your photos or whatever, but you see them liking a fucking celebrity's photo or whatever. Like you fuck like really you fucking yeah. dickhead. Like like you know what I mean. Like that's some stuff where you're like you might think about it. Like oh dude, that's fucked up. But I don't know. It's, it's, again, it's social media. I try not to take the shit too seriously. Yeah, social media is not meant to be taken seriously, man. So yo, if you're no. listening or you're watching this right now, please, yo, it's I mean. You, you don't need it. it. It's not reality. Don't, 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 don't fall for the gambit. You know, um, but yo, if you are on social media, you can follow the hot box, uh, podcast on, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. There you go. Hit it. Hit what? No, oh, sorry. I thought you were going to hit it. Like mm. say the Instagram side. No, no. You said you beat, I said you beat me to it. You already got it done. So no, I was just gonna say, yeah, for, you know, make sure you follow us on, on all the social media at the hot box, um, underscore pod. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribing on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, um, you know, Amazon liking music, on the everything. Amazon YouTube. Music. We appreciate everybody that's checking out the YouTube, liked and subscribed and comments. 
anybody who comments, E-Rock or I are going to jump in there and probably respond back to you. You obviously can hit us on social media um, directly or whatever. If you guys got, you know, podcast uh, topics that you want us to talk about. Still looking for a good fucking burrito in Vegas. It doesn't exist. No. Um, so still taking fucking suggestions for that. I got a text um, message today from Romeo Reyes, and he said, like, yo, even the Mission Burritos, and I don't know if he's gotten the wrong burritos in Mexico, but he's like, yo, even the Mission Burritos, the burritos in the Mission District are better than the ones in Mexico. Do you think that's true? Well, it's two different things. Burritos in, burritos in Mexico are nothing but a tortilla with like meat in them yeah like the original the original burrito was literally a flour tortilla with like just meat in it or maybe like a little bit of, of beans it wasn't until it came to mission where we were like nah fuck that we want rice we want beans we want meat we want sour cream we want cheese we want guacamole. we're, we're like, gonna make this a san francisco thing let's go right. that, that's the, <laughs> no, the mission style burrito doesn't but it's not, it's an Americanized thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, 100%. It, it's not a Mexican dish. It's literally an Americanized thing that obviously has, you know, Mexican roots and, and came from the influence of, of, you know, Mexican cuisine, but it's our thing. Like that, that's why you can't get it anywhere else other than the mission in San Francisco. It's a, it's a Bay area and obviously the Bay area too. But, um, like South San Francisco, where I grew up at has some of the fucking most phenomenal taquerias ever. I mean, yes. even people in the city go rock, go drive all the way to grand Avenue to go rock mm. with a papatia, La Morena. Um, you know, we got um, we got tons of spots out in South City. So I, I'm, I'm spoiled. We're all spoiled. If you grew up in the Bay Area, you know, there's nothing better than a mission style burrito. For sure. For sure. Uh, with that being said, every single Tuesday or, you know what, I'm going to get better at the scheduling. Maybe I don't need to, you know, eat it's like not an just asshole you. and fucking no. you know, get health scares. Maybe I didn't need to get another dog. You know, I mean. A lot of things that just kind of got in the way and stuff like that, you know, but, um, you know, we're, we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. We'll hey, get back honestly, to normal and back to schedule. Sure. So I was going to say, we've, we've been, we've been very consistent. I believe obviously the last couple of weeks, throw that out the window. I've been traveling. E-Rock's been on the move, um, you know, but I'm home now. No real big trips on the horizon as of right now. Um, so yeah, make sure you, you stay connected. Make sure you check us out again. We're going to be as consistent as we can. New episodes um, dropping every Tuesday, uh, hopefully. And um, again, we appreciate everybody's positive <laughs> feedback, everybody that's uh, commented and shown love. And uh, again, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep keep rocking until the wheels fall off. So stay with us. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Also, yo, I forgot to talk about this, man. We have a new toll free hotline that people can call and make comments, and we're actually setting oh, that up shit. right now. But it is eight eight eight. What is the number? I'll save Mike, it for another episode. I'll save it for Mike Jones. Yeah, but it is an 888 number that you're going to be able to call in and, like, you know, even voice your opinions. Like, maybe you don't want to hit us on Instagram. Maybe you want to call in and leave us a voicemail. So we'll have, like, that feedback line up real soon. Um, uh, with that being go. said, uh, yo, hope to see you again soon. Obviously, like, you know, you're just getting back in the country, and I've been around a lot of fucking people. So, uh, you know, we'll wait a couple of days and just be a little safe. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back in studio. Quicker than you know it. See, see you next week, my brother. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I can't say what I can't say what I want to say. No, nah, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't <laughs> say it. We 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 got very important people that we're going to talk to in the next seven days. So, enough, all right, y'all. That's that. I can't even talk anymore. Shit. All right, y'all. We out. It's the Hot Box Podcast. E Rock Box. Peace. Cast. Peace.